0: As you've been hearing in the news, ICBC saying they are dealing with more and more catalytic converter thefts than ever. In Surrey, RCMP in that city say they see an average of 16 reported catalytic converter thefts every month or every month. And that's the statistic from 2021. And this year, that number has nearly doubled to 31 percent or sorry, 31 per month that we heard from Surrey RCMP from the property crime target team saying that that catalytic converters make up nearly half of the thefts reported from vehicles. Well, joining us now to talk more about this is Dove DeMant, co-owner of Capital Salvage in Vancouver. Dove, thanks so much for being with us.
1: Hey, no problem. Good morning, Joe.
0: Good morning. Are you surprised at all by this? Uh, those numbers and the fact that we're seeing this big increase in catalytic converter thefts?
1: Um, definitely not surprised. Um... In my yard in Vancouver, I haven't really noticed any increase. Uh, it's kind of just been steady, same old. Um, but, um, you know, it's no surprise that when things get colder and uh, get closer to the holidays, people are needing you know, more money and uh, are desperate for it and will do desperate things to get it.
0: Hmm. So, when someone shows up at your yard, say someone shows up and they have a catalytic converter and they want to sell it, so what happens in that process, uh, whether it's legit or if you get the sense that maybe this is a stolen piece, a stolen uh, something that this person has stolen from someone's vehicle?
1: Well, it's a very fine line for me to uh, make that assessment. Um, what we do require is that every person trying to sell a cat or any kind of scrap metal is—they provide a driver's license or a current BCID. Um, all their personal information is recorded and entered into a system that the police have access to. Um, then they can go into this system and look if there's, you know, match up to maybe a, a, a police report, and then they can take the investigation further um if it's something you know completely obvious if you know something's tagged you know with like the city of vancouver or some other kind of identifying marks that's been reported well we can do something about it but otherwise um you know it's, it's very tough to tell who's legit and who's not um the person that brings in the cats is not always the person that might have stolen the cats Uh, they could have switched hands two, three, four times uh, before it's actually sold so by law the person that is selling the cat is taking responsibility for it uh, legally however they're not necessarily you know the thieves themselves so it kind of leads to a dead end
0: and, and when, so when you say you require identification when someone comes in to sell that to, to you, uh, but I understand though there's no legal requirement for that, or that the metals that we're talking about here they're not even on the list of regulated metals.
1: Well, that was the case. Um, they weren't on the list, but we were we've always been taking uh, i d for cats even before it was uh, in law. Now it is uh, in law. It is in writing uh, that they have to be reported. Um, but again, there's some loopholes. There's a wording in the law that uh, yeah creates loopholes, and there's ways around it. Um, so our practice hasn't changed even before the laws laws were put in place. We've been doing this, um, and we continue to do it. And now that the laws in place. Uh, We haven't noticed anything different. It hasn't slowed down the cats coming in. Um, We haven't had any contact with, uh, you know, the other side with police. Um, So, you know, it's just a lot of lip service at the moment.
0: You must know though you must have scenarios when somebody comes in to sell you one of these things, whether or not this person was the one that ripped it out of a vehicle or bought it or got it from someone who did. you must know when someone's standing in front of you with a stolen catalytic converter
1: uh i not really, not really I mean over the years, we've weeded out uh what we'll call trouble customers um uh, people that have caused grief by. You know, bringing other kind of stolen materials in or causing trouble. Um, so we don't have, you know, it's tough to say, you know, a hundred percent. But we don't uh, we don't deal with too many uh, of of thieves. Uh, we try not to. <laughs> um, and you can't just tell a thief from looking at him. You know. Right. They come in all shapes and sizes, you know, it can be dressed nice, it can be dressed poorly, you know, um, it's not so simple and I can get in, you know, I get in a lot of trouble when I try and make, uh, you know, a judgment call like that, it's just, it's not fair.
0: Sure. How many times a day or how many of these, how many times would you deal with somebody coming in to sell you a catalytic converter?
1: Um. I would say we probably buy about 20 to 30 a month. Um, a lot of the time, though, um, you know, they'll email beforehand and get a quote and find out how much it's worth and, you know, that sort of a thing. So, um, you know, sometimes somebody will just show up out of the blue with a cat. And if they have their ID, it's good to go. Um, a lot of time, people are emailing in and calling in, asking the price and that kind of a thing. So, I mean, every car out there has a cat. So, right. um, it's not out of the question that all walks of life might bring in a cat. It doesn't have to be necessarily, you know, someone that's working on exhaust systems or, you know, muffler systems. It could be someone that's got a cat lying around in his garage or her garage. Um, you know, there's many scenarios. Um, so it's a very, very sticky situation.
0: How much does someone get? If How much would you pay out for it?
1: Well, there are cats that are literally as low as, you know, $5, $10. Um, but you can go as high as about $1,000 a piece. Uh, a lot of them sit, in, you know, around Hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollar range, depending on, uh, you know, what kind of car it's from and how old it is.
0: You mentioned loopholes then. Is there anything you could see that would change or changes that might make it less lucrative for thieves or might to try and curb uh, the amount of theft that we're seeing of these devices?
1: Well, um, at a certain point, it's unfortunate but people need to start, um, protecting, um, their, their valuables, their, their stuff. Um, you know, it's not much different than having an alarm system for your car or putting on a club on your steering wheel. Um, you know, I believe there's already some aftermarket, um, you know, catalytic converter type, um, you know, uh, something to protect it uh you can put on um you know when you go and you buy your insurance you get discounts if you have different kind of safety measures in your car um maybe there should be something similar to that if you have a anti kef or anti-cat theft device or something like that you know maybe you're, you save a little insurance if you don't maybe you know they get tacked on insurance. Um you know, the, we send all this information to the police and it's it's a black hole on the other side. You know, there's, there's absolutely no uh, back and forth. I don't see anything happening on their side. Um, and, you know, then you have to have the courts cooperating and it's just, there's too many levels here and no one is kind of working together. All right. Not to mention you have, you know, the different municipal police forces versus RCMP in different jurisdictions, and you know, I'm I'm not privy of the, how they share information if they share information, but um, these are all things that can get in the way.
0: All right, D- um, all right, uh, Dove. We'll have to leave it there for today. But I really do appreciate you joining us and talking more about this today. Thank you so much for being here.
1: All right. no problem. You're welcome.
0: All right, that is Dove Demant, co-owner of Capital Salvage in Vancouver.